Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. There are few behavior traits that men can exhibit that turn women off quite so quickly as when a guy starts to get needy. And I see it all the time. When guys are out in bars and clubs, if guys meet women at a house party, they start to get needy or they start to get thirsty, as the kids these days say it. And women just go, ugh, get away from me. I I got no time for this. And it's frustrating for guys because it's like, how do I act? How do I stop being needy if I feel needy? But today what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk about two things. I'm going to talk to you about how to reframe your mindset when it comes to women and attracting women and the women that you have in your life and whether women really are the gatekeepers of sex. And I also want to talk to you about a bit of a mindset shift, um, a bit of a way of approaching women that you should have a mindset that will radically change how needy you actually feel and how needy you come across when you talk to them. Find out more. Keep watching. I remember when I was a young guy of 20 years old when I first discovered a book, an amazing book. It was like the Bible to me. It was called The Game by Neil Strauss. And it was about Neil Strauss and this guy called Mystery um, going on this like this course together. Well, Mystery was teaching it and, and they learned how to be incredible pickup artists. And, you know, it was a whole it was a whole mindset, a whole way of thinking about attracting women that at the time... I mean, now most people look back at it and kind of chuckle a little bit or, or laugh derisively, but at the time it was revolutionary. And when I read it, it started to teach me these mindsets about women. And a lot of these mindsets were about how do you, how do you make a girl like you? How do you get her to, to stop being so bitchy towards you? How do you deal with all these things, right? And it, would, and it taught you basically that, you know, women were, women were the choosers, right? So you had to impress the women. How do you impress the women enough to want you in their lives? That was kind of the, the basic mindset to the coaching. And so that's what I did. In my early days, I really focused a lot on how can I, how can I convince women to like me? How can I make her laugh? How can I convince her that I'm the kind of guy she wants in my life? How can I dress so that she thinks these things? How do I do that? And that, that becomes a very strong mindset that starts to reinforce a needy mindset because it reinforces this notion that women are the gatekeepers to sex that women are the ones who get to choose and men just have to fluff up their you know, their plumage, right? And try to show off as best as possible to hope, hope that they're lucky and that a woman selects them. Which is a terrible mindset to have, but it's one that's imbued on a lot of us guys. And I can see why a lot of us hold on to this belief system. Um, you know, when you go out over and over again, week after week, and you try to talk to girls, you go, oh, she's cute, she's cute, she's cute. And they're all rejecting you. It feels like Women aren't selecting me. Women are the ones who are the gatekeepers. They get to make the choice. But I want to first talk about a little bit of a, a, a mindset shift, okay? A little bit of a reframe here. You see, imagine life from a woman's perspective. Imagine you go out in a night, and let's just say that you don't want to be the one to approach men, because most women don't for various reasons. I won't go into it, but there's lots of societal, cultural reasons why women, on average, they do, of course, at times, but on average, women don't approach men. So let's say that you're one of those women, you're out and you really want to talk to a guy. You see him across the road. He's kind of cute, right up your alley. What do you do? Not much. You can smile at him. <laughs> you can bat your eyelids and play with your hair. Uh, 
But ultimately, there's nothing you can do. And you don't get to talk to him unless he decides to come over and talk to you. To me, that's a power imbalance. To me, at that point, at that point on a night at a house party during the day in a cafe, at that point, men have all the power. You have all the power at that moment. Because it's not societally acceptable right now for women to approach men. That's a totally other debate and argument we can have another day. But right now, that's just not how it works. So men in general have all the power at that point. Then a man says, well, you know what? I like her. She's cute. I'm going to go talk to her. So a man goes and talks to her. At that point, now she has the choice. He's already made the choice. He's decided she's cute enough to talk to. Right? Now it's up to her to say, I think this guy's someone I want to talk to, or I'm not available to be talked to, or anything else you might be thinking. But it's up to her now to make the choice. But you made the choice first. And that's, it's something that a lot of men forget that they got to make the first choice. Women on average don't get to make the first choice. Men make the first choice, then it's her turn to reciprocate or not. But she's not the gatekeeper. You were the gatekeeper first. And, and, and you suggest, you, you decided that she was a yes. Women aren't the gatekeepers. Because after that point, when you're talking, right, then you've both made it as yes for now. But what else? And this really leads me into a mindset shift. This is, this is the mindset a lot of guys have, is that when you see a cute girl... The first thing that comes to most men's minds is the first thing that I get changed when I'm working with my clients. It's a mindset that I've really got to work hard on. And that's, I'm trying to impress her. I'm going into this interaction. I've got to make her like me. I'm going into this interaction. I've got to make her laugh. Um, this is not what you want to do or focus so heavily on. I think there's a, I remember in my own life when I was about 23 years old and I was doing a, a men's development course based on the work of David Data. And one of the lessons that I learned in this program was that you have to only dedicate your masculinity to women who excite you, to women who deserve it, to women who express what we call radiance, right? And if you just gave away your masculinity to women who didn't deserve it, then you would lose your masculinity. And that was a really important lesson for me because when I started to approach women and I started to say, Okay, you're cute. I didn't literally say this, by the way. I was saying this internally in my head. Okay, I'm here. You're cute. What else have you got? Okay, I'm here. You're cute. I, do I like you now? Do I like you? All right? I'm here because you're hot, but do I like you? When I started to have that mindset, the conversations that I'd have with women, the questions that I'd ask changed because all of a sudden I was screening her. It wasn't just her screening me. Like, am I the kind of guy that she wants to hang around with? It was, you know, it was, you don't have me yet, hello. As for too many men, it's like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> I'm all yours now. And that's where neediness creeps in because you just want her to like you now that she's cute enough to like. But you've got to shift your attention to you're cute. That's, that, that got me in the door. Now that I'm in the door, though, what else have you got? And so I would start to really learn, you know, what she got going on in her life, right? What, what has her personality type? Is she super religious? Because that wouldn't work for me. Is she, is she someone who herself is really needy and has got really big baggage issues? Um, you know, all these things I'm learning about her to discover, do I actually like her? She hasn't won me over because she's cute. She just got me to approach because she was cute. And when women feel, when anyone feels like they're being screened, it's really interesting. Um, the psychological principle that when we feel that we worked for something, we value it. And we feel that it has... Um, yeah, it has value. We feel that it's, it's, it's worthy of our attention, right? And we feel a little bit needy towards it. I don't know if you've ever experienced that with something you've worked hard for before, with something you feel you had to earn. 
you put it on a pedestal, right? And you feel that, that, that anyone would be lucky to have this thing because you had to work so hard to have it. Now, I'm not saying that you've just purposely make her jump through hoops and do all this manipulative stuff. What I'm suggesting is that you've just got to, you've, so long as what's sitting in your head is, I know what I want from a woman. Does she have these traits? And what you're doing when you go in is working out if she's that kind of chick. If that's what you're doing, then she's going to feel like she's working to make you like her. And when she feels that, she's going to value you, right? So regardless of your attractive level, regardless of anything else, she's going to see that you've got value because you've got a man who values himself enough to have demands on the kind of woman that he wants to meet. Now, with all that being said, you can't just go into an interaction and say to her, so what's your education level? Awesome. And um, uh, are you religious? Cool, cool. Um, um, what do you do for work? Nice. How long have you had that job? Um, what's your relationship like with your father? You can't, you can't just jump in and, and have those conversations, right? The conversation still has to be fun. But I think, again, when it comes to fun, it's too easy to focus on making it fun for her. You're trying to make her entertained. And actually, to me, fun, fun is different things to different people. Like, I know some of you guys watch some of my videos about teasing and banter, and you're like, those jokes are lame. Those are stupid jokes. Um, and that's fine. You don't have to like my jokes because humor is, is, is subjective. Different people like different comedians and different forms of wit. But the truth is that I want a woman who likes my type of humor. I want a woman who will laugh at the stuff that I laugh at. And if she doesn't, I'll pick someone else because it's not going to be fun for me. And I always want my interactions with women to be fun. That's part of my screening process still. So what I say to you guys is you have to learn how to keep yourselves entertained with women. In other words, can you walk up to a woman and make yourself laugh? Can you walk up to a woman you've never spoken to before and keep yourself having a good time? If you have a good time, if you're laughing, right? Because I don't. I, there's a lot of people say, don't laugh at your own jokes. I laugh at my own jokes all the time. I think I'm a funny guy. And if I say something that's funny and I chuckle because of it, I chuckle because of it. Um, and, 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 you know, eight times out of 10, women are going to chuckle too because I've got a decent sense of humor. Um, but not all women are going to like my jokes. And that's okay because that's my screening still. It's even though she's rejected me, I wanted her to reject me if she didn't like my style of humor. And I think that's really, that's a really important key because you're recognizing that even if she's rejecting you, it might be for the best. It might be something that you want to have happen, right? So I'm not trying to pander to her with my style of humor. I'm doing the humor that I want to do. And the women who appreciate it are the women that get through my gatekeeper service. And so, yeah, this notion that women are the gatekeepers, it's, it's rubbish. It's bogus. It's only true if you're needy. It's not true if you've also got your own gatekeepers, because that's how it should be. Both genders, men and women, should have their own gatekeepers, right? Their own internal dialogue saying, do I like this? Don't I like this? Is this good enough for me? Is this what I want? Is this, you know, this, is this fun for me? Is this going to be enjoyable? Do I really want to go on a date with this woman? But too many men are so focused on she's hot, I've got to get laid, I've got to get laid, I've got to get laid, but she's hot, but she's hot, but she's hot, right? She's got baggage. <laughs> she, uh, this woman sued every last one of her boyfriends. This woman hit her ex-boyfriends, but she's hot. Um, you're going to have to let go of that. You've got to start to focus on what else she's got other than being hot. Because you're worth, I don't care what you've got going on in your life, you as a man are worth more than just picking up like empty shells of women who happen to be hot. And when you start making those demands of the women you meet, you're going to meet better quality women along the way. So it's, uh, it's this massive lesson. I don't want to talk for too long because it's quite a simple one. But if you just focus on what else women have to offer, I swear, you're going to start to have more women being attracted to you and valuing you. You're going to have less flaking. You're going to have less shitty behavior, all because women are going to value you more. So they're going to treat you better. But when you're needy, when you're like, you had me at hello, women will treat you as though you're disposable.
It's that frustration that so many men have is simply because they're being too easy to get and they're just not having the self-respect to demand more of the women they meet. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.